Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin Carther. How are you guys? I don't know about you, but I've had a crazy week and a half. I was just talking to my friend the other day and I'm like, you know, I've always said I don't like drama in my life and I don't. I hate it. I love watching other people's drama. It's why I'm drawn to the housewives, but I'm not interested in my life. And I just feel the last like couple of years have been drama filled and I'm over it. <laughs> like, I just feel like certain things should stop as we get older. But anyways, things are turning around a little bit. So just gonna hopefully stay on that trend a little bit. I'm going to Arizona, leaving the 19th and come back on the, I think the 22nd, 23rd, I don't know. I have a speaking event that I'm doing with SkinScript. They have an empowerment retreat. I've talked about it, but that is coming up. So, I mean, listen, I'm excited. I feel lucky that or honored or I just, I don't know what the right word is. Maybe all of those words to be asked to do this. I mean, this is great. I mean, I love that line. I've been with them for basically since I started, but I don't like speaking in public. The fact that I'm talking about skincare makes it a lot easier and I will be fully prepared as of right now, not prepared at all, but I will be fully prepared because that's what will help me not be as nervous if I know exactly what I'm going to say. So everything's going to be written out, talking for 15 minutes, which seems like an eternity, but I know I can do it, but I just have to be fully prepared and then I will feel better. Listen, I'm still going to get a stomach ache and all those things, but <laughs> I'm hoping everything's going to be okay. And then the other thing I'm a little worried about is, so I just got a new doctor, a new rheumatologist, which I night and day from the other one. And so we're switching medications, but of course I have to get approved like through the insurance, whatever, to be able to take this new medication. It's actually, I'm going to be doing IV in injections. So I have to get approved for that, which is fine. I know that. But now I'm on a break from my meds. I'm only on one right now. And this one does not really do much. So I'm a little nervous. I'm in a flare right now. But, you know, I just hope that everything's going to be okay because... I'm going regardless and <laughs> somehow I'll get through it. But yeah, it, it could be a rough weekend, but I'm hoping that, I don't know, someone will save me. Something will save me and I'll, I'll be okay. <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see. But those are the two things that I'm most nervous about and only one can I control. <laughs> so I'll be driving out. I don't really love to fly. I mean, I'll do it if I have to, but it's not that long of a drive and I'd rather have my car. I'd rather have the flexibility of being able to leave when I need to leave, especially because if I get into a flare. So that's where we're at. And then we got some things to talk about this week. You know, I say it probably every week. TikTok is a wild place. Social media just in general is a wild place. And some of the comments that I get on Instagram are pretty funny, or even on like TikTok. I put a video up the other day and this woman comments, and it was such an unnecessary comment, but like she says basically that she could have done it faster. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I, my response was, cool. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, what? 
I mean, we don't, you're talking about a different device than what I'm using. I can't do what she can. I mean, just the whole thing was just weird. But like, I feel like people just have to, to comment and they just be like, oh my gosh, I'm dying if I don't, if I don't say something right now. I just think it was really funny. I don't know what she wanted. I don't know. I mean, I might comment on people's videos, but I will only say something if I think it's actually dangerous for their skin or like really like will cause problems, then I might comment. But I'm not going to take away from somebody promoting something. And that's kind of what she was trying to do. I mean, I don't care. I don't really have a big following on TikTok and, you know, whatever. It's not going to matter anyway, but... (laughs) People crack me up. Like people just say things and don't care. And then people want to argue back and forth. And I'm like, oh, honey, I'm too tired for this. Like whatever. And you can just tell people get worked up and I just don't. So I don't know. I think that probably annoys people too. Why don't we just get started? Because we got some things to talk about and some of them are interesting. Some of them are funny. Some of them are gross. And I would love to hear what you guys think about these So as always, send me a message, send me an email. And don't forget my skincare coaching on my website. Skincare coaching, I will help you with your skin. I will help you to get a whole new routine for your skin. And you get to try everything before you commit to buying anything, which I think is a great way to do it because what works for one may not work for another. And so it's the best way to try it without putting that money out there first. All right, you guys, here we go. TikTok trends that you should probably avoid. So I know that I talk about social media a lot, but it's because I have to, because I want to warn people and steer people clear of these crazy trends that might seem like they're going to work. You know, some of the things you have to consider is lighting angles and filters and all of that. And those all exist on social media. And people will be like, look how glowy my skin is. Well, yeah, they're in the sunlight and they're moving their face a certain way. I bet it's glowy. I bet it looks good, but it's not realistic. Most people, I mean, because if you walk out in, in life, you ever see anybody's face as dewy as it is on camera? I mean, I, I have never seen it unless they're literally oily. And in my 11 and a half years, I've only had one client where you could like slap the oil off of her skin. So it's not realistic. And people like to make false claims or they forget to add, well, this worked for me. It may not work for you. They just, you know, there's so many, you know, people who don't know what they're talking about and don't know what they're doing. So Take that into consideration when you're, you know, watching these videos. And I know a lot of people are smart, but some people fall for them, which is why I do these podcasts. And it's not just with beauty, you know, skincare and makeup. It's with food. I mean, oh my gosh, I can't even believe how many people are out there just trying to scare people from eating anything. I mean, people will tell you Cheerios are bad. And I'm like, okay, can we just relax, please? Let me eat my darn Cheerios. Anyways, let's get started. Let's talk about the first one. This one I've actually been hearing about for a while, but I finally decided to do some research and talk about it. So it's beef tallow. Oh my gosh. So this one has been all over my TikTok for maybe about six months. Could be longer. I don't know. It all kind of 
washes together. And like I said, I've been meaning to like dig into it and and see if this is really something people should be using on their skin. But I just, I haven't until now. Some people on social media have even said that it works like a retinol or better, you know, so maybe you'd be able to get rid of your retinol or in my client's case, the rejuvenator. I don't know. What do you guys think? Please, please let me know if you've tried this. So my first thought was gross, no thanks, but that is not enough of a reason to give to all of you. So then I was like, okay, let me do some more research. So here are the benefits that they're saying. It's going to fight acne. It's going to fade acne scars. It's going to soothe eczema. It's going to smooth wrinkles. And it's going to heal minor wounds and burns. And of course, it's hydrating. Now, if a product is hydrating, it can definitely help with smoothing wrinkles because it's going to plump your skin. I don't know how it's going to fight acne. I don't know how it's going to fade acne scars. And maybe it could help with eczema. It's quite a claim. You got to be real careful with stuff like that. So maybe it could because it is hydrating. So what is beef tallow? Beef tallow is fatty cuts of cow meat heated up and then they're cooked down and filtered into a liquid that solidifies to almost like a butter-like texture and it gets harder the more it cools. So that's what it's going to look like when it's fully cooled. So this melting and straining process removes solids and impurities to create a product that is shelf-stable. Beef tallow is not, not FDA-approved because of the risk of mad cow disease. So any product that contains it would have to be like a local or homemade product. Like maybe you'd get it like at a farmer's market or, or something like that, or people would just sell it online, I'm sure. Okay, so you know I think it's kind of gross, but does it work? Because that's what matters, right? Because we'll put gross things on our face if it's going to be a miracle, if it's going to be great. So the simple answer is yes, for hydration. But keep listening. It's going to seem like it works and that it is not problematic for some, some skin types. But even if you feel like it's helping your skin, you are actually doing some damage. Beef tallow is high in oleic acid, and that can disrupt the skin's barrier and cause irritation. I've talked about the barrier many times on this podcast and how important it is to healthy skin. Now, in plant oils, like my favorite one, grapeseed oil, it's high in linoleic acid, which is what can help the skin. So because beef tallow is high in oleic acid and low in linoleic acid, then it's the opposite of what you want for the skin. You want it to be low in oleic acid, okay? This product is also, or this ingredient, whatever, however you want to look at it, is also said to be non, I hate this word, (laughs) non-comedogenic. I say it different every time. But it's heavy and thick. And that usually means a problem for those that are acne prone. Bottom line, I would stay clear of this one despite all the amazing claims. Skincare that has been tested and formulated specifically for skin is really what everyone should be using. 
And it certainly does not replace a retinol or for my clients, the rejuvenator. So we don't need to do beef tallow. It's just not a road that we need to go down. So I would definitely skip it. And now a quick word from our sponsor, Cozy Earth. Listen, when I say that these sheets are cool, I cannot express enough that these sheets are so cool. They don't make me hot at night, not even a little bit. And that is so important because that is a huge part in what helps me get a better night's sleep. And I think we all probably sweat a little bit at night. I have not at all since using these sheets. And it's all because the cozy earth bedding is temperature regulating. And the sheets are available in viscose from bamboo as well as in linen. I have the viscose from bamboo sheets and highly recommend everyone get a set of those. And don't worry about wearing them out because all products come with a 10-year warranty. 10 years. You've got to get yourself a set of these sheets. And Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for my listeners today. Up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code PureSkin. Once again, that code is PureSkin. P-U-R-E-S-K-I-N. Next one is, <laughs> this one's just kind of funny. Sunscreen contouring. Now, I'm sure you guys have seen, if you're active at all on social media, you've seen like self-tanner contouring. Well, people will actually take like a face self-tanner and they will apply it at night to every area they would normally contour for their makeup. They would take a face tanner and put it on and then leave it on overnight, whatever. And then their face would already be contoured and they wouldn't have to do it with makeup anymore. I'm sure you could see all the things that can go wrong. Now, self-tanner overall can be a drying product. So I don't love it for the face. And plus, once you're older, fine lines and wrinkles, like they just show up more, dry patches, like all of that, sunspots, it can just make your skin look worse. But put that all of aside, say that you don't have any of those issues, you have perfect skin, which I'd like to meet you. But I just think that like, what if it like drips or what if it moves or what if it like, yeah, foundation could probably cover it up, but I, I don't know. And then what happens when it starts to fade? Do you just exfoliate it off? Like, you don't want to scrub your face as hard as you would your body if you're trying to get a self-tan off. So I don't know. I think maybe, I don't know, if you're going to go away for the weekend and you're like, oh, this is one less step, then maybe it wouldn't be bad for that. But I don't know. I just don't think it's something we need to do. But anyways, that's not even what I wanted to talk to you guys about. I wanted to talk to you guys about sunscreen contouring. I guess this is another dumb thing that Gwyneth Paltrow does. I'm sorry. I liked her as an actress. I don't need her in the skincare world. She actually said she applies her sunscreen to the areas of the face where the sun hits. Now that would normally be where you would apply bronzer to give you that sun-kissed look. Nowadays, it seems no one knows where to apply their sunscreen or their bronzer. So it's just all a, you know, I guess everybody just does whatever they want to do now. The sun gets you everywhere that is exposed. 
Yes, it's true that the sun might hit you more in certain areas, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't wear sunscreen in the areas that it doesn't hit you as much. That's just crazy, you guys. And then some people are wearing different SPF numbers on their face, applying SPF 50 on some areas of the face and SPF 30 under the cheekbones. I mean, at least they were applying sunscreen and honestly, that is fine. There is such a minimal amount of difference between SPF 30 and SPF 50 that it doesn't even matter. But here's the thing, just wear sunscreen every single day. Sunscreen with zinc is my favorite. I have two on my website. One is a matte finish, one is a dewy finish. Love them both. Zinc is my favorite because it does offer the best protection and it's not gonna irritate your skin. And you put it on, you can go jump right in the pool. You don't have to wait 20 minutes like you do with the chemical ones. So, but just wear it. We don't need to get crazy with contouring our sunscreen and all that. I I think that (laughs) it's just something, it's so silly. But listen, if you wanna do SPF 30 and 50 on your face, that's fine, as long as you're wearing it. Okay, you guys. So I wasn't sure I was going to talk about this because I do like to consider this, for the most part, a PG show. Even if I have guests on, I try not to say bad words. I don't really talk like that in my everyday life anyway, but I try to keep it just clean. So if kids are listening, it's fine. But this one, it I was doing some research And I couldn't believe how much this trend came up. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't even seen it on TikTok, but you better believe I'm going to go look for it. I did see some videos in my research. So I I saw and read about things, but I might spend some time on TikTok (laughs) looking through these videos because people are crazy. But people are starting to use lube as a primer. What is happening? Seriously, what is happening? People are just about shock value now, which, I mean, I think we know that. I'm convinced that social media creators are just at home looking at stuff around their house, trying to think of something that will grab your attention and could possibly work. But their main motive is, I need to go viral. And so I'm going to do something really crazy And then they find out that it could actually work. Then it's like, oh my gosh, like double whammy. But I mean, (laughs) does lube work as a primer? Yeah, it, it can. But should you be using it? No, no, no. It's just nonsense. It can definitely cause breakouts, redness, and irritation. And really, is this a story you want to be telling people? Like, oh my gosh, your makeup looks great. What primer do you use? I mean, I just, I don't think, no. I don't think we need to do that. Okay, so just a a few more, just I'm gonna briefly talk about sea salt and water as a toner. Now, I've mentioned before that yes, the ocean can actually help your acne. The sun can help your acne. But you have to remember that all of this is very temporary. These are not long-term solutions. Sea salt is dehydrated. It's going gonna, it's gonna to dry out. It's going to dehydrate that acne and, and it's going to seem like it's going away. But what are you doing in the meanwhile? You're dehydrating your skin, which is not good for your skin because if you dehydrate it, it's going to produce more oil. We don't need to be putting salt on our face. We can just skip that one. Okay, there's just, there's much better ways to get healthy skin. Another one is like face taping. Now this can be done two different ways. Now, some people are just taking scotch tape they have at their house, whatever. So nothing special about it. 
and they're placing it on their wrinkles and they sleep in them overnight. So any place where your face will show emotion, the forehead, in between the eyebrows, around the eyes, maybe even around the mouth, people are placing tape and then sleeping in there. So it would be minimal movement. And it. Uh, listen, I, if you're 80, it's not going to work. If you're 40, it might soften a little bit. I don't love the idea of putting tape on your face anyway, because I just don't think that's good for the skin, especially if you're doing it all the time. So I... And you know, somebody's going to be like, well, if scotch tape works, I'm going to try something you know, more durable, like duct tape. It just, everybody just gets carried away. So let's not do that. The other way that people are face taping is what makeup artists used to use. Now, I believe this was, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was started, um, this guy came out with it, I think it was like 1969, somewhere around there. Somebody came up with this and this is different. Now, I'm sure we're going to start seeing this in like mainstream makeup stores. But right now, it's usually just in like professional makeup stores and like for um, special effects makeup. So what it does is you tape it. So say you want a face lift. And so you would tape it kind of near your ears, maybe a little higher. Maybe you would do it like right at your ear, the top of it. And then maybe you would pull it at the bottom of your ear too. So the tape would stick there. You can't really see the tape. But then there's string that connects the tape on each side of your face. And then you can pull that so it gives you a lift. So it makes your skin tight. Now, if you were like, I don't know, going to your 20-year reunion, you're like, I got to look good, then that might be an option. But every day, again, no, I wouldn't because that tape does not move. And that's not going to be good for the skin long-term. So get a facelift or just be okay with aging because really there's, I don't know. I'm not, I just think aging's okay. Anyways, you guys, that's it. Do you see why I make these podcasts all the time? Because people are crazy. <laughs> I mean, I love it for my entertainment, but oh my gosh. And I know people are trying to save money, but are we saving money? I don't know. It just, skincare is formulated to work with your skin and that's how you get the most benefits from it. So really do and do it yourself. Your skin doesn't take the ingredients in the same because we just don't have a digestive system on our face. Like it just doesn't work the same. Anyways, I hope you guys know that these are not the ways to go. We don't need to be, you know, putting beef tallow on our face or even lube. So I hope you guys have a great week and we will talk soon. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.